I'm Dan Mary. You're listening to Daily to Kaina podcast where we talk story about all things wellness, from health, mindset to spirituality, and how it relates to a kanaka way of living to get us back to our pono state of being, which is to just be happy and healthy. I am your host, Kehao Paulo, a Native Hawaiian lifestyle coach, founder of Mata Earth over on Instagram, and your wellness bestie. Manage your manna, elevate your life. It is episode seven of Daily Dakine. This is called The Art of Mana Management. And today we're going to talk about something that we all neglect at times when it comes to productivity, and that is managing our energy. So time management is important. It's not the only factor in being productive, though, and achieving goals. If we don't manage our manna or our energy levels even, we could find ourselves feeling really burnt out and unproductive. So in this episode, we're going to explore the importance of managing our energy. And I'm going to provide you with tips on how you can do that effectively. Managing your mana is just as important, if not more important, than managing your time because time is a human construct. Energy is not some man-made thing. It makes up the essence of your entire being. Your energy levels can greatly impact your productivity, creativity, even your overall well-being. And so it's really important to understand the concept of mana management and how it differs from time management. Energy management involves identifying what drains your energy and what energizes you. And this includes physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual manna. By identifying these factors, you can prioritize activities that energize you and minimize or even eliminate, like totally oki those things, out of your life that drain you physical energy includes your body's physical state like the quality of your sleep exercise nutrition emotional energy involves your emotional state like stress anxiety even relationships mental energy deals with your cognitive state like focus clarity creativity and then your spiritual energy involves your purpose, your values, and um, your connection to something that is greater than yourself, a kua, source, universe. To effectively manage your energy, though, you must first become aware of these different types of energy and how they interact with each other. And so by understanding your own energy patterns and how they affect your performance, you're going to be able to make informed decisions about how to manage your energy. Managing physical energy is crucial for optimal performance and well-being. It's the foundation for all the other types of energy that we talked about, emotional, mental, and spiritual. And without proper physical energy, all of the other forms of energy are going to suffer. 
And I'm going to give you guys some tips for managing your physical energy, which is going to help to boost out, um, your overall well-being. So the first one is to prioritize sleep. To make sure that you are getting adequate quality sleep is so essential for maintaining your physical energy levels. You want to aim for about seven to eight hours of uninterrupted sleep each night and establish a relaxing bedtime routine. You want to make sure that you are avoiding um, screens before bed and maintaining a consistent sleep schedule. Those kinds of practices are going to help to improve the quality and the quantity of your sleep. The next is to exercise regularly. This is something that I'm not doing right now, but I know that when I do do it, it feels great. So when you incorporate regular physical activity into your daily routine, um, it it not only improves your physical you know, fitness, but it also boosts your mood. It increases your energy levels. It reduces stress. And you, you don't need to run a marathon and go lift heavy ass weights to, you know, reap benefits of exercise. You could just do a short walk for, uh, I don't know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Oh my goodness. Sorry. And, um, stretching yoga that can all improve your physical energy levels. Next one is nourishing your body. When you are fueling your body with ipono, with nutrient-dense foods, and you are staying hydrated, eating a healthy, balanced diet that includes plenty of fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and lean proteins, if that resonates for you, is going to provide your body with energy that it needs to function optimally. Avoiding processed foods, sugary drinks, those things can lead to energy crashes. So drink plenty of water throughout the day, that's going to help you to stay hydrated, stay alert. Lastly, take breaks, short breaks throughout the day. I've talked about this many times in other episodes. That helps you to recharge, maintain your physical energy levels. So it doesn't matter if you're sitting, standing in one position for an extended period of time. You need to take a quick break, stretch, move around, just breathe, you know, go get some fresh air. That's going to help to relieve tension and reduce fatigue. So incorporating these practices into your daily routine is going to help you manage your physical energy and it'll improve your overall well-being. And when you prioritize your physical health, you're going to have the energy and the motivation to tackle other aspects of your life, such as work or even relationships. But remember that small changes can make a big difference. So start by prioritizing one area of your physical energy and just habit stack that. So that could be sleep, that could be exercise, whatever, all the different things that we talked about. But making physical energy a priority is not only going to improve your productivity, but it's also going to enhance your quality of life. Now, I'm going to lump together emotional and mental energy. Um, those are important aspects of overall well-being as well. And it's I think it's, it's, it's essential to prioritize self-care for your emotional and your mental health. Now, by following the tips that I'm going to mention, you're going to be able to manage your emotional and mental energy. You're going to feel more productive and it's going to help to lead you to um, just feeling happier um, in life overall. So first, I think it's important to identify stressors in your life because when you know what your stress triggers are, it becomes easier to manage them. So there's various ways to manage stress, um, including practicing like relaxation techniques like deep breathing, taking breaks, delegating tasks, 
or um, seeking support from other people. When you are incorporating mindfulness practices into your daily routine, this is going to help you to reduce stress. It's going to increase focus and again, improve overall well-being. I'm probably going to say that a ton. Um, Meditation, deep breathing, yoga, those are some um, practices of mindfulness um, that, that you can easily incorporate into your daily routine. Another thing is setting boundaries. That is so crucial for managing your emotional and mental energy. So learning how to say no to activities or people that drain your emotional or mental energy. You got to set clear boundaries and communicate them um, You know, with whoever it is that you're talking to with others. This is going to help you to take control of your life and prevent any unnecessary stress. And when you surround yourself with uplifting people um, and focusing on <clears throat> empower, empowering thoughts and experiences, that's going to help to boost your mood and increase your mental and your emotional energy level um, or energy levels. And by focusing on things that are uplifting to you, that's going to create an environment that helps you feel better about yourself and about your entire life. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Are these corny? Anyway, I know you can't answer me, but I really I was like thinking about this, like what helped me, you know, to manage my emotional and mental energy? And that's how I got these. Um, but I think it's essential to just keep a check on your emotional and mental energy levels. And if you notice that you're feeling drained, take a break. Do something that makes you happy. <clears throat> this could be something that, as sim- that's like simple, like um, reading a book, listening to music, taking a walk in nature. You know, doing something that you enjoy can help recharge your energy and improve your overall well-being. There's that phase again. Phrase again. Um, and then the last thing is to get some professional help. Like if you are struggling, there is no shame in seeking help when you need it. A mental health professional can help you identify the root cause of your emotional or mental energy depletion and provide you with effective coping strategies or solutions to those things. And spiritual energy is an important part of our overall well-being and managing it can have a significant impact on your daily life. Many people find that connecting with nature is a powerful way to tap into their spiritual energy. So spending time in nature can help us feel more grounded and connected and at peace So a short walk in the park or a few minutes spent sitting outside can be enough to recharge our spiritual batteries. Another way to manage your spiritual energy is to pursue meaningful activities that align with your values or even like your purpose, like your mission. Why are you here on earth? Why are you alive right now? Because we all have a purpose, whether you believe that or not, I, I swear it's true. 
And when we engage in activities that are meaningful to us, we feel more fulfilled, we feel more energized. This can be anything from volunteering for a cause that you believe in, pursuing a hobby that you're passionate about. And so when you are prioritizing those types of activities in your daily life, you're going to stay connected to your spiritual energy and you're going to feel more fulfilled. Practicing gratitude is also an effective way to manage your spiritual energy. Because when you are expressing gratitude for the people and the experiences and the things that you have in your life, you are going to be able to cultivate a sense of connection to something that is greater than yourself. Gratitude helps us to focus on the uplifting aspects of our lives and it can improve our overall well-being. <laughs> I told you I'm going to keep saying that shit because this is all connected. Staying present in the moment is another um, important way to manage your spiritual energy. Because when, when we're focused on the past or worrying about the future, we're not fully present in the moment, in the now. Oh, yeah, now. This is going to lead to feelings of anxiety, stress, and disconnection. And by practicing mindfulness and staying present in the moment, we can stay connected to our spiritual energy and feel more grounded and more at peace. Now, creating an environment that energizes and motivates you can have a significant impact on your overall well-being. <laughs> our physical environment, um, well, I believe this. Maybe you do too. I don't know. To me, it just makes sense. But our physical environment can impact our mood, our energy levels, and our productivity. So if you're at home or at work, I think it's essential to create a space that feels comfortable, that feels safe, that feels uplifting, that feels just good to you. So I'm, I've got some tips for you guys to help you to create an, uh, an energizing environment. The first one is to declutter your space because clutter can cause stress, it can cause anxiety, it makes it really challenging to focus and to be productive. Now, keep in mind, I'm not a professional at anything, honestly. Like, the, everything that I share with you guys is stuff that I just learned in my 44 li lives, in my 44 years living on this planet, in this body, okay? So, am I saying that I know it all? I don't. I don't, I don't know shit. I'm just sharing what I've done. That That's all I can do, you know, or what I've read, you know, and, and it, it would definitely like, if it wasn't something that I practiced it myself, then I would say that. Um, and then I would also express that, you know, this is, this is somebody that, you know, I like trust or something like that. So all of these things that I'm sharing with you guys are things that I've done, um, to, to, learn how to manage my own mana, okay, that I'm sharing. So anyway, decluttering. Um, you want to declutter your space, wherever it is. Get rid of anything that doesn't serve a purpose and organize your belongings in a way that will be easy to access and, it, and, it, and also visually pleasing. So important. Um, and when you do that, gosh, 
watch how productive you are because you're not distracted by all the shit everywhere. Next is to add plants. I know that sounds ridiculous, okay? But just hear me out. Plants not only add um, aesthetics um, or, you know, an aesthetic value to a space, but they also have numerous benefits on our well-being. Plants can help purify the air, reduce stress levels. It increases productivity because it makes you feel good when you look at them because they're pretty, you know. And incorporating plants into your environment by adding them to your desk, your windowsill, hanging them from the ceiling. I mean, it's just it just creates like this whole vibe, no? Um, next would be to incorporate natural light. Natural light can significantly impact your energy levels and your mood. So try to position yourself near like a window or in a well-lit area to allow natural light to flow into your space. If natural light is limited, consider investing in light therapy lamps that mimic natural sunlight um, because that can help to regulate your circadian rhythm. Um, setting boundaries, creating an environment that feels safe and comfortable also means setting boundaries, set clear guidelines for how you want others to treat you and your space. This can include asking others to respect your need for quiet time, um, keeping shared spaces tidy or limiting access to certain areas. Okay. Next would be to take breaks. I always talk about taking breaks because that was something that I never used to want to do. Um, and now that I do it, ugh, life-changing. But taking breaks throughout the day can help recharge your energy levels. It increases productivity as much as you think it won't, but it will, I promise. Um, get up, move around, stretch, take a walk, refresh your mind and your body. Disconnecting from technology during breaks can also help to reduce stress levels and allow for like this, I don't know, like this mental rejuvenation sort of feeling thing. Evaluate your space. You want to take some time to evaluate your physical environment and identify areas that need to be improved. Maybe your workspace is too cluttered or overwhelming or your bedroom doesn't feel relaxing. You know, just make little changes like adding a plant, clearing out some clutter and see how it affects your energy levels. I think that is a huge part in creating an environment that that um, feels good because it reflects your personal style, which supports your well-being. Self-care is not just a luxury, but an essential part of managing our mana. And we live in a fast-paced world. We have a lot of responsibilities. We're constantly juggling all the things, right? So it becomes really easy to neglect our physical, mental, spiritual, emotional well-being. But when you do that, it's detrimental to our productivity and, of course, our overall well-being. And that's why prioritizing self-care should be a non-negotiable part of our routine, Meditation is one way to prioritize self-care. And I know that sounds like everybody says meditation, but there's a reason why everybody says meditation. Taking a few minutes every day to clear your mind, to focus on your breath can do wonders for your mental and your emotional and spiritual health. Um, I always recommend five minutes in the morning, first thing in the morning, and five minutes right before you go to bed. This is going to help to reduce stress, anxiety, and help you to feel more centered and grounded. Exercise, like we talked about earlier, 
very good way to boost your physical or not your physical your energy levels and just get your blood flowing i mean yeah it is good for your physical health but anyway but so again you could do whatever run walk go to the gym do some yoga but you need to find an activity that you enjoy doing because that's going to help you to stay motivated and make you know that self-care practice a regular part of your routine spending time in nature is another way to prioritize self-care so it doesn't just have to be these like luxury practices, you know, like getting a massage and shit. You can go out in nature and just be surrounded by greenery, fresh air, all that. It's so rejuvenating and it helps you to feel more connected to the world around you. Um, it gives you a break from the hustle and bustle of everyday life. Yeah. So whether it means uh, going hiking, sitting in a park sun gazing first thing in the morning is something I love to do now that it's warming up here in Utah and I can actually go outside and not be freezing my ass off. Um, I love to start my days off with sun gazing. What else? Getting enough rest. We talked about that early. Setting boundaries, protect your energy. It's That's all self-care shit too. So it's you see how things just tie in. But anyway... Um, I think that we underestimate the importance of sleep, but it is essential for our physical and our mental health, um, nutrition and hydration. Okay. So do you see how this all ties in, right? The next thing that I wanted to talk about, I'm not going to create a new segment cause I'm, I'm over the episode already, <laughs> but I, I'm really just over talking. That's what it is. Because I'm, I'm getting over a cold. I had the flu. And that's why I was like coughing. And I still am kind of nasal. Anyway. Um, you know, we are social creatures. The relationships that we have with others play a huge role in our, guess what? Overall well-being and also our energy levels. And the people that we surround ourselves with can either lift us up or bring us down which is why it's really important to build positive, like I'm doing the air quotes because everything is neutral. We give it meaning, but to build positive and supportive, um, uh, what do I want to say, relations or a, so, a, search, a social circle. Because being around people who share our values and our interests can help us to feel more connected and energized. Siobhan Lavi is one of the people that do this for me. Every time we talk, I never feel drained by her. And we just talked about this the other day. It's so funny. I think it was yesterday. Well, I mean, I don't know when I'm going to post this episode. I think I'm not going to post it till Monday. So, yeah, I think we talked about it on Friday. About how, like, we, we both feel super energized when we talk to each other. And I never feel drained by her. There are some people, they drain the shit out of me having a conversation with them. Ugh. But, you know. That's why it's important to to kind of be picky about who it is that you share your energy with and not everybody should be able to have access to you. Another way to, or not another way, one way that you can build a, a social circle that is uplifting to you or energizes you is to join groups or communities that align with what your passions or your hobbies are. Um, so this could be a book club, this could be a hiking club, this could be a, a local charity organization, something like that. But when you surround 
yourself with people who share a common interest with you, you're probably going to be more likely to feel motivated and inspired by them. And you're going to also have an opportunity to meet new people and build relationships that give us positive energy and do the air quotes again. Okay. Now, on the other hand, it's also important to set boundaries with negative air quotes or draining people. These are the people that bring us down with their negativity, their complaints, their constant drama, all. And it's like, oh, gosh, you know, spending time with them can leave you feeling really drained and really exhausted. And that's how you knew, you know, you got to let them go. OK, and it's not from a space of judgment. They're going to think that, of course, because they're fucking drama Lani. But what it is, is, is that. It's, it's you, you doing what you got to do for yourself. That's just what it is. Okay. And I think that it is one of the most difficult things to do, but it's important to prioritize relationships that give us positive energy and minimize our time with those who don't. Next would be expressing gratitude and appreciation for the people in our lives who give us um, uplifting feels. I don't know. I'm, I'm sick of saying positive and negative, but but um, that can also help us to feel more connected and more energized when we take the time to thank somebody for their kindness or their support. We not only make them feel good, but we also reinforce that energy, that uplifting energy that they bring into our lives. And this can help us bring stronger, more meaningful relationships too. Lastly, taking inventory of the people in our lives and evaluating whether they give us positive or negative energy, right? Doing the air quotes. So how should we, how should I say if they are uplifting or draining? Yeah, I'll say that if they're uplifting or draining your energy, I think that's an important step towards building um, a a social circle that's going to uplift you and that aligns with your values. (sighs) Sorry, I need water. Um, But yeah, sorry, I got distracted. But we can start by identifying the people who make us feel good, who inspire us and energize us. These are the people that we want to spend more time with. And then on the other hand, we need to identify the people that drain our energy and make us feel exhausted or unhappy. And I mean, see, and I, I, I feel like I said that wrong because nobody can make us anything, but you get what I'm saying, right? But by setting boundaries with those individuals, we free up more time and energy to focus on the relationships that are uplifting to us okay and that you guys is the art of mana management so managing our mana is essential for our overall well-being and our productivity and when we focus on our emotional and mental physical um spiritual energy our environment social circle whatever right all the things that we just talked about we are going to be able to improve our energy levels and feel more empowered in our daily lives remember taking inventory of your energy levels evaluating where you can make the small changes to improve your overall well-being 
so important. Um, so again, practicing mindfulness. I'm trying to recap everything, but I don't know if I can remember everything. But um, practicing mindfulness, getting regular exercise, building positive relationships, taking steps to manage your energy um, can make a really big difference in how you feel, how you show up in the world. So start by implementing some of these tips today. I mean, you could just do one if you want, you know, and just see how it impacts your life and whether or not you want to do that. Continue to do that. Mahalo for tuning in today to Kind. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and learned something new. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode and share them with your friends and your family who might enjoy it too. Leave a review because that helps me reach more listeners and improve the show. And also you can follow me on my personal page on Instagram at Kehau because it's been a lot of fun connecting with you guys. So mahalo nui loa and until next time, ahui ho.